Hello and welcome to the Jack Benny program from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Broadcasting for the patients and military personnel at the Tawny General Hospital at Palm Springs, Jack Benny, with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Larry Stevens, and yours truly, Don Wilson. fortunate people, we bring you that star of stage, screen, and radio, and operator of peanut vending machines throughout the Palm Springs area. It's uh, just a little sideline, folks. So while we're working for peanuts, he's got peanuts working for him, and here he is, Jack Benny. Thank you, thank you. Hello again, this is Jack Benny talking, and Don, I didn't mind you disclosing that I'm the peanut king of Palm Springs, <laughs> but you forgot to mention that I've just acquired the franchise for Anaheim, Azusa, and Cucamonga. <laughs> you want to watch that, Bill? Well, Bill, Jack. And another thing, Don, you didn't have to infer that I'm not paying you and my cast enough money for being on my radio show. Well, we're not complaining about the radio show, Jack. It's that evening work you make us do. Oh, a few hours work in the evening never hurt anybody. I know, but we feel so silly coming to your house and sitting around with those little aprons on and shelling peanuts. <laughs> well? When it's time to go home, the way you reach in the cuffs of our pants. Well, Don, as long as you're beefing about it, I got a little complaint to make, too. I'm docking you 50 cents for what you did last night. What did I do? Remember that pile of peanuts you sat on? Yes. Peanut butter. <laughs> I'm not going to clog up my machines with that stuff. <laughs> now, Don, we're here to do a show for the boys' attorney hospitals. Oh, hello, Mary. Hello, Jack. Hi, you fellas. <laughs> say, say, Mary, that's a cute outfit you're wearing. Something new? Yes, I just got it. It's a convertible sunsuit. Convertible? You mean you can let the top all the way down? Jack! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Mary. Anyway, I think oh, it's... Oh, say, best... Jack, I meant to tell you, on my way over here, I passed one of your peanut machines, and I saw something I think you ought to know about. What's that, Mary? Oh, there's a kid in this neighborhood who's got a system for getting a lot of peanuts out of your machine for just one penny. A lot of peanuts for a penny. How does he do it? Well, first he steadies the machine with his left hand, and then he puts in a penny with his left hand. Uh-huh. And then he turns a handle with his left hand. Well, what does he do with his right hand? He picks up a rock and breaks the glass. <laughs> well, how do you like that? There's always somebody trying to put something over on you. But, Jack, he was just a kid. I don't mean just him. You want to know something, Mary? Yesterday I went around and emptied my machines, and when I was counting up the pennies, I found a slug. Imagine anyone being so cheap as to put a slug in a peanut machine. A slug? Let me see it. I haven't got it. I weighed myself this morning. <laughs> and, and you'll never believe this, Mary. You know the little card that comes out with your weight and the picture of a movie star on the other side? Yeah. Well, the card I got had my picture on it. Imagine my picture coming out. Well, what'd you expect for a slug, Clark Gable? <laughs> Hi, uh, you fellas. Clap them hands. Stir up some air. It's hot in here. Thank you. 
Yes, sir. Get ready to laugh up here at uh, Corny because Harris is on and he's plenty corny. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a minute, Jackson. Who penciled that line in my script? Harris is on and he's plenty corny. I did, Phil. I'll teach you to come to rehearsal so you'll know what you're reading. What do you mean, reading? I mesmerized all my stuff. <laughs> Oh, fine. Why weren't you at rehearsal anyway? What took you so long getting here? Well, Jackson, whenever I come through this desert country, I visit my uncle. You see, uh, my uncle's a hermit, and I spend a couple of hours with him to keep him from being lonesome. Oh, a hermit, eh? Where does he live? At the Chi-Chi Club. <laughs> at the Chi-Chi Club? Phil, how can he be lonesome at the Chi-Chi Club? He's a civilian. Oh, oh. Well, I can see where that would make a lot of difference. Come in. Yes? Are you Mr. Benny, proprietor of the peanut machine in front of the El Paseo drugstore? Yes. Yeah, what can I do for you? I want my penny back. <laughs> <laughs> what? I put a penny in your peanut machine and nothing came out. Oh, oh. Do I get my penny back? Why, certainly, certainly. Gee, and I thought I was going to have trouble. <laughs> trouble? <laughs> Why, not at all, not at all. Uh, just fill out these forms. In <laughs> That's all. No trouble at all, bub. No trouble at all. Phil, now here are the forms, mister. Go over in the corner and fill them out. Yeah, but I only want my penny back. I know, I know. Just fill out the form and everything will be all right. Okay. Say, Jack, why do you make him go through all that just to get a penny back? I can't help it, Don. The peanut vending business is very legitimate, and I've got to conduct it in a legitimate manner. Jack, do you grow all those peanuts yourself? Of course not, Mary. I have them shipped in. Didn't you see all those sacks piled on the front porch? You mean the ones that said nuts to Benny? <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I thought it was fan mail. <laughs> oh, you did, eh? Well, Mr. Penny. Yes? I finished filling out the forms. Now, if you'll give me my penny, I'll go. Certainly, certainly. But first, you've got to get this form notarized. What? <laughs> and fingerprinted. Notarized, fingerprinted. Just to get a penny back. Fill out forms. I didn't want any peanuts in the first place. It's all my wife's fault. I knew the machine was empty, but she goaded me on. I didn't want to do it. And when I didn't get any peanuts, I wanted to forget about it. But no, she said, get the penny back. Get the penny back. What a laugh. Mom's question. Fingerprints, no Meaning, take the cotton out of your ears, fellas. The music's over. <laughs> Say, Phil, I meant to ask you, where are you living here in Palm Springs? Well, I'm out at the Deep Well Ranch. Being in a cabin or a room? No, in the well. It's crowded out there. <laughs> hmm. Where are you living, Jackson? Uh, I've got a house here, Phil. It belongs to William Powell. And we have a friendly agreement. You see, he pays for the electricity, and I pay for the water. Oh, for heaven's sake, Jack. You're living there for nothing, and you still make William Powell pay for the electricity while you only pay for the water? Yeah, but now I wish it were the other way around. Why? I'm getting awfully thirsty. <laughs> you know, you can live without reading at night, you know. Anyway... Hey, Jack, that's quite a coincidence. You're living in Bill Powell's house. 
He's always been my favorite actor. He's so suave, so sophisticated, so debonair. I agree with you, Don. I think William Powell is definitely in my class. In fact, uh, in fact, the other day as I was walking down the street, some people pointed at me and said, look, he walks just like Powell. They meant Eleanor Powell. <laughs> they did not. Wait a minute, Jackson. Where do you come off comparing yourself to William Powell? Why, Fred Allen is a better actor than you are. Who? Fred Allen. I saw him in his latest picture. It's in the bag, and the guy's terrific. And boy, does he look good on the screen. Bill, stop comparing me with Allen with those bags under his eyes and those wrinkles on his face. I won't look that bad when I'm 40. <laughs> you want to answer that, Phil? No, you take it, Livy. Quiet. Now, let me tell you something. I just finished a picture, too. The horn blows at midnight. Mary saw the preview. Go ahead, Mary. Tell them how I look. I wouldn't even tell that to another girl. <laughs> another girl, another girl. That's telling them, Livy. What do you know about it? <laughs> you didn't even see my picture. Well, I'm not talking about your picture. I merely said that Fred Allen is a better actor than you are. That's he all. is not. And, Phil, let's drop the subject or you're going to get a punch in the nose. Uh, yeah? Who's going to do it? Don Wilson. <laughs> That's who. But, Jack, I don't want to fight with Phil. Oh, you're yellow, eh? <laughs> I knew it all the time. Imagine a big guy like you. Now, wait a minute, Jackson. You're the one that's yellow. Oh, yeah? Just say that once more. You're yellow. That does it. <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> right now. But, Jack, you can't just walk off the program. Oh, I can't, eh? Sound man, open that door. <laughs> you guys are so smart, you can run the program without me. I'm sorry, fellas, it's all had to happen in front of you, but I'm going. Yes. I mean, no. 
Rochester, what's the idea of trying to trick me? I thought I'd, I, I thought I'd slip that in while you were accentuating the positive. <laughs> well, you can forget that because you can't have tonight off. I'm going to my bedroom and lie down. I want you to come in and rub my back. Yes, sir. What do you want me to rub it with? I don't know. You got any olive oil? No, but we've got peanut butter. <laughs> Oh, yes, that clumsy Wilson. <laughs> Never mind, Rock, just give me a massage with your hand. Okay, lie down, boss. Now, go ahead. Yes, sir. My, my, what big muscles in your back. Muscles? Oh, yes, yes, of course. <laughs> how, how big are they, Rochester? Well... Go on, go on, tell me. Uh, how big would they have to be for me to get the night off? <laughs> should have known you were leading for something. Now, you definitely can't have the night off. Those muscles are mountainous, boss. Mountainous. What? Well, they've got snow on them uh, six months out of the year. It's too late. You had your chance, and you've rubbed me enough. Now, will you please get me a glass of ginger ale? Okay. I'll turn on the radio and see how my gang is getting along without me. I think they're so smart. And now, ladies and gentlemen, continuing with Arlie's program. Quiz program? What are they doing with my show? Our next contestant is a charming young lady, Miss Phyllis Harrison. Phyllis Harrison? <laughs> now, Mrs. Harrison, uh, what is your occupation? I'm a housewife. <laughs> That's Phil Harris? I know it. Now, tell me, Mrs. Harrison, have you ever been on the radio before? Just once. I burped on breakfast at seven. <laughs> oh, my goodness, what they're doing to my show. Now, here's your first question, Mrs. Harrison. How many people are there in the big three? Five. I knew it was Harris. I knew it. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Larry Stevens, the singing star of my program, will sing this heart of mine. Singing star of his
Tell me the truth. Yes, sir. Do you think Fred Allen is a better actor than I am? No, sir. No, sir. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> well. Why, you're even better than Gary Cooper, Ronald Coleman, Vincent Tracy, and Fred McMurray all put together. Oh, Rochester, you're just trying to flatter me. No, I'm just trying to get the night off. <laughs> well, you can't get it that way. Now, go out in the kitchen and leave me alone. I want to take a nap. Okay. Just as bad as my cat. Oh, well, I'm going to take a nap. Maybe I'll feel better when I wake up. Oh, boy, this bed feels good. Rochester thinks he can get away with everything just because I owe him money. Uh, believe me, I'd let him go if he wasn't a partner in my penis business. <laughs> He's not much of a butler, anyway. I wish I had one like you see in the movies. A real gentleman, gentleman. A butler with class. Uh... Yes, sir. A butler, that's what I want. Suave, gentleman, gentleman. A butler. Hello, this is the residence of Jack Benny, outstanding star of the cinema, the drama, the wireless, entertains at strawberry festivals and smokers, material homey or risque as the occasion demands. <laughs> I'm sorry Mr. Benny is taking his bath right now. This is his gentleman's gentleman, William Powell. <laughs> Who shall I say is calling? Haiti? Haiti La <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Well... I'm frightfully sorry, Miss Lamar, but Mr. Benny hasn't any more pin-up pictures of himself. He sent them all to the nurses at Tawny General Hospital. <laughs> yes, they've, uh, they just voted to hear Mr. Let's Hope We Can Find a Cure for It of 1945. <laughs> Very good. I'll tell him you called. Goodbye. William! William Powell! Coming, Master. <laughs> You called, sir? 
No, I called William. What you do? I'm finished with my bath. Uh, lift me out of the tub. Yes, sir. Now, uh, dry my back. Yes, sir. Now, comb my hair. Yes, sir. There. Now, shall I put it on you, sir? <laughs> uh, yes, yes, go ahead. There you are. And I must say, you look very manly, sir. William, that goes on my head, not my chest. <laughs> now, uh, help me on with my shoes. Uh, just put them on my feet. I'll tie the laces myself. Oh, very good, sir. If you feel like roughing it. <laughs> that I do. That I do. The doorbell, William. Answer it. Yes, sir. Good morning, William. Oh, good morning, Miss Livingston. Come right in. Well, thank you. Your hat? Here. Your coat? Here. Your kiss? Here. Wait a minute, William. Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm supposed to get that. But, sir, I'd much rather kiss her. <laughs> I didn't mean that. And anyway, look what your kiss did to Mary. She's fainted. She's lying on the floor. Oh, yes. She makes a tidy little heap, doesn't she? <laughs> Never mind that. Mary, Mary, speak to me. Mary, look. It's me, Jack. Say something. Get your penny back. Get your penny back. Get your penny back. Get your penny back. I didn't want any peanuts in the place. It's all your fault. I knew the machine was empty. But you goaded me on. Get your penny back. Get your penny back. Get your penny back. What a laugh. Get your penny back. Get your penny back. Get your penny back. William. William. William, where are you? Right here. You're on my lap, sir. Oh, yes. William, you're so dependable. You've been with me 68 years, haven't you? 87, sir. Oh, yes. I'm going to ask you a question, and I want you to tell me the truth. You can rely upon me, sir. Tell me, William, what do you think of me as an actor? Well, sir, you're not quite as romantic as Cary Grant, and you haven't the boyish charm of Van Johnson. You uh, lack the sophistication of Charles Boyer, and you just missed the dramatic ability of Spencer Tracy. Yes, yes. Well, to sum it all up, you stink. <laughs> uh, thank you, William. I knew I could count on you. <laughs> Dinner is served, sir. <laughs> Good, I'm hungry. Uh, what are we having for dinner, William? Peanuts on the half shell. <laughs> Good. Oh, William, I've been meaning to ask you, how is it that a man of your breeding has chosen to be a butler? Well, madam, I wasn't always a butler. I used to be a millionaire. In fact, until last month, I had one million dollars. And now it's gone, all gone. But how did all that money go so fast? I spent a week in Palm Springs. <laughs> Oh, we understand. Uh, come on, Mary. Let's see. Oh, say, William, I'd like a cigarette, please. Oh, just a second, and I'll get one out of Mr. Benny's musical cigarette box. Uh, just listen to it as I lift up the cover.
It's a little out of tune. Wait a minute, that isn't my cigarette box. Mine was solid gold, studded with diamonds and rubies. There's been a robbery. There's been a robbery. I'll send for a detective. Nobody leave this room. Who are you? I'm the thin man. The thin man? You look like William, the butler. Quiet, Myrna. <laughs> Myrna? Now, where's my dog, Asta? Oh, there you are. Me? Here, Asta. Come on, come on. Stop whistling at me. I'm not a dog. I'm not a dog. I'm not a wolf. Wolf, 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 wolf. Oh, you poor wolf. little puppy. I think you're sick. Stop feeling my nose. I'm not a dog. And cut that out. Watch out, he's dangerous. He's going mad. Mad dog, mad dog, mad Stop dog. get down there. It's not possible to tell the folks back home everything you're doing, but there's one thing you can do right home oftener than you are now. The way to help keep home ties more secure is to write short, newsy briefs the V-Mail way. V-Mail has priority over all other mail. It's safe, convenient, requires less space. Tell the folks back home to use V-Mail, too. It'll keep you more up-to-date on what's going on back home. Postal authorities request that you make three out of every four letters you write V-Mail. Remember, V-Mail is the only mail that always flies. Well, folks, this concludes our broadcast here at Attorney General Hospital. I want to thank all you fellas for inviting us up here. I also want to take just a moment to congratulate radio station WOW in Omaha, Nebraska on their 22nd anniversary. And next Sunday night, we'll be broadcasting from the U.S. Naval Auxiliary Air Station at 29 Palms. Oh, uh, Jack. Yes, Bill. Look, I may not see you later on, so uh, I'll take that check now that you owe me for appearing on your program. What? Uh, what did you say, Bill? I say I'll take that check you owe me for appearing on your program. Appearing on my program? What are you talking about? I dreamt that, brother. <laughs> I dreamt that. This is the Armed Forces Radio Service. <laughs>